Welcome to Shatter the Stigma, where Alex and Sam, two psychology majors, explore all things psychology. We discuss random psychology facts, our own mental health struggles, and whatever comes to our ADHD brains. Just a disclaimer, we are not licensed professionals. We are just two university students that really love psychology. This is for education and entertainment purposes only. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we're going to be talking about shift change at our facilities. Such a fun time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, wonderful. So great. Especially since we both are two different facilities, while Alex works at a long-term residential facility and I work at a short-term facility. But shift change happens at both because they're both 24-hour care facilities. And also another difference is Sam's facility has two teams of staff, whereas my facility had three separate teams. So my facility had three shift changes, Sam's had two. Yes, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Shift change at my facility is a little different than a lot of other places because we do more like a shift report. And I know a lot of people do that at a different time in the shift instead of right at the very beginning and the very end. So we'll have day shift come and the BHAs and like, like us, we would continue to be on the floor, but then the nurses would come in and for my whole shift, like all of night shift will be there. And then the day nurses will tell us exactly like, this kid had this happen today and they were like this and they would just go down the list of all 20 kids. Yeah. They just, you know, we go through that and that would be our shift change. And then we'll come out and some of the kids will be upset. I'll be like, Oh my God, like my favorite staff is leaving. Will you be here tomorrow? (laughs) (laughs) um, Other ones are like, Oh my God. Like, like I'll just use myself for anything. Like, Oh my God, Miss Sam's here. Like, are you staying all night? It's like, well, I hope so. (laughs) Well, I do work night shift. So I'm not moved, (laughs) but I should be. And so, I mean, it's, it's, it's like detailed, but it's general, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So do they go over like kind of the day nurses, do they go over like kind of the kids affect of the day like how they've kind of appeared and like you said any incidents that have happened kind of like their mood and what they're working on for the day is that generally yeah pretty much they're just like oh like this happened today for an incident or they'll say well this person today like they were med seeking today or they're very attention seeking today or they are depressed because of xyz Or, you know, like, or just watch out for this because they said they were feeling this. So just like keep an eye on them. Sometimes it's at shift change when they'll decide to put someone on Q5s. Okay. And that's usually really bad. And for for everyone, (laughs) yeah, for everyone that doesn't know what a Q5 is. It's just a five minute check. We check up on them every 15 minutes, but some kids they need to be every five minutes for safety reasons. Like if they're high risk for hurting themselves or hurting someone else. So sometimes incidents will cause them to go on Q5s and we don't like that because that's a lot of work, but (laughs) I mean, it's the safety of the kids. So yeah, it's easier when they go to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely, I feel that because so with the shift that I worked was kind of like half day shift, half night shift, which is a little funky. So it was swing shift. So we did put the kids to bed or attempted to, (laughs) attempted to get them to go to sleep. They did not like that, but anyways. So I know for my like facility and unit, the psych staff, they were in charge of doing the detailed like report and stuff 
in the system, like the the notes, if you think about like a therapist note, for those of you that don't know, in psych facilities, um, every shift, there's a detailed note written on the patient's behavior, affect, met if their meds were taken, and everything. It's a hospital note, essentially. So something that you had mentioned was your facility, the nurses do that, right? Yes. However, they get it from us. I'm not sure how day shift does it, but for us, we run group. It'll be after dinner and then we come in about 7, 7.30 and then we will run group and then we'll put the catholic stacks and stuff like that and we'll put them to bed. And then while they're sleeping, the nurse will talk to us one by one, at least the one on our unit, the one that I usually work with, he will talk to us like individual be like okay how is group because we split the kids up yeah three different groups so we say okay like the kids in your group like how were they like how did that go like you know they would ask us and then they would write that down so they get their notes from us but it's their notes and they're the ones who tell day shift the next morning okay stuff but it's we just don't write it but we tell them okay so they get the information from the staff that were was engaging with the kids yeah, but you said you write yours, right? Yeah, we write them. That was just an interesting thing because I remember I like offhandly mentioned like, oh, doing notes is the worst. I mentioned that to Sam and she was like, I don't, what? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't do notes and stuff, but, notes, but <laughs> we can do a whole separate episode on what exactly goes into a psych note because Sam knows from telling people what to put on like what to put in the report and I know for writing them. So yeah, the staff at my facility wrote the notes, but we did that after our shift and it wasn't super involved in pass along. We, our general pass alongs were not super long. We would go in and we have like an email that we send to the next shift telling like all important information and like some like good things that happened on the unit that day or stuff like that. Just, I don't know. It's, it's good to keep those positive things in there and like anything important about each kid, stuff that they were struggling with, stuff that they want passed on to next shift, etc. So HIPAA thing because it's email? No, because it was within, in its own, like, it's, I think it's called intranet, not internet. So it's like a self, it's just like one system that only goes to that system, if that makes sense. Uh, like it's a closed system. Okay. Yeah. So I had never thought of that, actually. It is HIPAA compliant, though. So we have that, and that's kind of a form of pass along, but we also do a verbal pass along, and that's generally a really short rundown of kids if especially if we get like a new kid in but generally we'll give a report on their the kids affect anything that will affect the next shift if they had an incident earlier in the day if they've been hyper fixating on like a certain staff coming on unit or whatnot because if that happens maybe we shouldn't have that staff come on unit and like just Kind of stuff like that, I guess more like management focus. And then we are responsible during that shift change. The shift coming on the floor is responsible to go through and read everyone's treatment plans to know like anything that's been changed or updated. So it's a really like, there's a lot of reading involved. <laughs> there's a lot of reading. There's a lot of like sitting through meetings and stuff. We have our meeting, but it's 30 minutes long and we don't do the reading. It's more like they read it to us. Okay, yeah. Kind of like, you know. And then because the nurse is also there, because it's the entire shift, so it's like my nurses, me, like my 
like coworkers. So they'll say like, oh yeah, don't forget to give, like they'll say to my nurse, don't forget to give this patient this medication or the doctor prescribed them this or upped their dose to this. So us, not nurses, know some of those medications so we can kind of get an idea of what's going on. Even though we know their treatment plan, we know why they're here, like all that stuff, but we're able to have a better judgment because we kind of know. Yeah. Any sense? Yeah. So even though that's not for us specifically, it still does help us. Yeah. And another difference, so Sam is mentioning nurses, the particular unit that I worked at at my facility um, did not have a nurse on unit. There was a nurse available to us at all times, but we did not have one on unit, which is just a little bit different. We're lower level of care than Sam's facility is, my particular unit was. Yeah, our nurses are, we have nurses, at least one, they try to have two, but we always have at least one, and they kind of, like, we kind of, like, report to them, so they kind of call, like, if we don't know, we go to them, and they kind of call the shots, so, like, if a kid wants to go in their room, we can't just say yes or no, it's like, okay, well, I can ask the nurse for you to see if it's okay. Oh, that's interesting. Like, certain reasons, so the nurses kind of call the shots, and we kind of report to them, but there are people above them, they just don't come, it's just at nighttime, they don't really come in. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And, like, social workers and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I don't know, like, through our discussions outside of this podcast, but I've just always been kind of struck by, like, it's interesting the differences in the psychiatric care in our two different facilities and like even down to this small like shift change thing like how it's done so differently how for us it's more like self-directed if that makes sense we would have one person from the shift that was on the floor so like actively working with the kids we'd have one person come back from that team and give us a pre-brief kind of that rundown of kid a is has blank affect and yada 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 and then we would switch them out if that makes sense at a point so there would be like a goal to get all of that previous shift off of the floor so that they could go write their notes so that was a part of shift change our shift change is very long mind you our shift change takes several hours it's um i don't i'm really bad at math but i think it's like three and a half ish hours you don't go on the floor for three and a half hours no we do we do go on the floor for three and a half hours so we have like an hour after we get there to do all that reading and to do like the pre-brief and then we'll do things like room searches if room searches need to be done everything it's kind of just taking advantage of having a lot of staff on the unit and then at a point about an hour before the end like the previous shift when their shift will end we switch them out to get them off of the floor and then it's just my team on the floor and they're in the back doing shift notes, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I don't know when day shift has, I don't know when they do their notes. <laughs> I'm actually just thinking of that. I don't know when they do them because their kids aren't asleep because we do them when they're sleeping. So I have no idea. We do them when they're sleeping. So I don't know when they actually have time to do them, but our shift starts at seven and theirs ends at 7.30. So it's that half an hour is when we have our report because then as soon as our report is done, we go out on the floor. And then as soon as we go out, it's more like a, because lately our unit has been acute. So yeah. we would go to each other and be like, good luck. Or like, have fun. Yeah. I, oh, I've had, I've had <laughs> millions like that where you just walk in and you're like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm friends with someone on day shift on my rotation. So I see her like every time I work mm-hmm. and she'll, you know, like they'll tell us like, oh my God, like this happened today. It's like, we already know this because of shift report. Like they told yeah. us this already, but you know, kind of roll with it. Like, yeah, like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. And it'll just be like, good luck and hand them the tablet because we do our rounds on tablets. Yeah. Well, they'll be like, good luck. I'm going home. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, no, our version, our version of that, because we use walkie talkies to communicate. I know s- different hospitals use different things, but to communicate with like our lead person of the shift, like your nurse, essentially the person calling all the shots, we have a walkie talkie. And so it, when you walk on unit and everyone just looks at you and just hands you their walkie talkie, you know. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, no, 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 I don't want the walkie yet. <laughs> At the end of my shift for shift change in the morning, we're like that with them. And she's like, they're like, you know, it's bad when night shift has issues because <laughs> they're sleeping for half of yeah. it. And so we're like, I'm just like, good luck. Because like, you know, my friend, like I see my friend and she's like, so how was it? And I'm like, you already know the answer to that question. You just had shift report. <laughs> And she's like, I know, but I want your perspective. I'm like, I want to go home. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. I mean, there's other days where I'm like, you know, it was great. I'm actually like, I I could be mandated. When I say mandated, I mean, it's when you have to stay for an extra four hours because someone called in and, you know, like, or they're going to be late or something like that. So they make, they have you stay for an extra four hours. We don't have that. (laughs) It only happens like once a month or so. But you guys are a lot stricter on, like, length of time that you're allowed to be working, right? Well, yeah, because there's a legal thing about it. Like, I work a 12-hour shift, and in the state of Michigan, you can't work more than 16 hours at a time. Okay. So 12 plus 4 is 16. (laughs) So, but I mean, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I mean, that could be mandated. It was a good day. Okay. I can do this. Sometimes I'll take a mandation. Really? If like, you know, if I was having a good day and I know I'm going to be mandated soon, like, oh, it's been a while since I've been mandated. So my time's coming up. I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it today. I'm going to volunteer today because it's a good day. Yeah, that's fair. And then that way I'm at the bottom of the list again. So I won't be mandated soon on a bad day. That's fair. So I've done that before. That's smart. Yeah. See, I don't think that Oregon has that law or if it does... My facility just kind of ignores it. I've worked some crazy long shifts before. I've had other staff I've worked with that have worked 24-hour shifts. I don't think we have that law. I have no idea. But yeah, our, our shifts can go very long. So I worked swing shift, and that means kind of like I was describing before, it's kind of like half half day, half night. But <laughs> we like to say swing shift is where all the crap happens. Because for some reason, everything goes to crap on swing shift. Like, that's the shift that you're going to end up being in holds with kids. That's the shift where kids will struggle. Because a lot of kids struggle at nighttime with SI and, like, self-harm and stuff because they're in their rooms. So swing shift was where all the crap happened. So I could go into a day not knowing if I was going to be home on time or if I was going to be there till like two or three in the morning. Like I never knew. And that was, <laughs> that was yeah, honestly there was, a there while. There were some days where you would text me at like one o'clock, be like, I'm leaving now. <laughs> and you were like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, wait, maybe that was my one o'clock. Yep. I think I it know. was. <laughs> there was one. Where it was like two o'clock and you're like, I'm still at work. I'm like, uh, that's like, <laughs> Yeah, those are the bad days 
<laughs> Those are the bad days. The bad days. But for me, so I do sh- pass along. I would pass. I would pass along to the night shift, which was always really interesting because night shift generally, because of the way that it worked for us, was night shift was there literally only when they were sleeping so like they didn't do what you do and like do a group and stuff like that they were they got there after the kids went to bed so like until did they wake them up no what i mean sometimes sometimes they help it it depends we like but yeah wake them up (laughs) which i mean is good because they're like you know will you be be here when i wake up it's like yeah like i mean i can't really say that because i moved half the time but you know you're like yeah i mean usually yeah (laughs) yeah no but that's always it's always really interesting doing a pass along doing that kind of like quick report of oh this is what this kid has been up to today everything like that like generally for passing along information to night shift i'll keep it pretty basic especially for us because they'll only be there when the kids are sleeping and so it's like if anything significant happened yeah i'm gonna tell them if any supervision changes happened i'm gonna tell them stuff like that generally like if a kid's been acting sketchy that day then i'll be like hey this kid's been acting sketchy might want to like just peep in on them a little bit more than your like 15 minute checks that you're used to so just stuff like that or like updating them on being like yeah their therapist suggested that we do xyz with them but generally like passing doing the pass along to night shift was really chill and simple but i know that like from day shift always did a better pass along to my like shift than i did to night but whatever (laughs) it works (laughs) That's weird that you guys have, like, a shift that doesn't even interact with them at all. Like, unless they wake up. Yeah. If they wake up, if they wake up, the night workers will be like, here, do you want crackers or water? Then just go to bed. That's just weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm used to two shifts and 12-hour shifts that I just assume everyone else does it. Yeah. It. I mean, it's. it was weird to me to learn that your facility doesn't have a swing shift. I kind of am the swing shift. <laughs> yeah, you are the swing shift. You you get you get the wild ride. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot of the kids will start acting up after dinner, which is yeah. shift change. Yep. At seven o'clock, seven yep. seven thirty, and they're like, oh. And then they we have group, and of course that's when they like to act out. Oh yeah, because no one wants to sit through a therapy group, and we make it fun. We'll do like our I closure did. group is like goals, like it's it's closure group and we talk about their goals yeah like you know what was your goal for today did you achieve it what's your goal for tomorrow boom there's your group but we have to stay there for like 45 minutes to half to an hour dang our groups were literally like 10 to 15 minutes max yeah that's all it took was like 10 to 15 minutes so we would do either a worksheet or we would talk about something or Sometimes if I just didn't want to do anything, we'll put on YouTube and watch videos or- You can do that? Or, yeah, we can. But, you know, I can't do that every time. But, yeah, it's it's great. It's great. And some of the kids, a lot of times I let them choose. Yeah. Um, you guys, like I have this worksheet, this worksheet, or we can do this. What do you want to do? Because I noticed that they like choices. Yes, they do. Whenever, like, that's something that I was told, like, during training, that, like, kids in psych units, they have so little choice. Because if you hadn't been in a psych unit, you wouldn't know this, but psych units are very, very structured. There's a very specific time for everything. There's 
these time slots, Sam was kind of talking about it. My unit was also very structured. And like, we do things at certain times every day. And that's to build a sense of routine. It's actually really helpful. But it's always interesting to see kids kind of pick up on that a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot of it. And they like, they'll know when to be like, all right, shift change is happening or whatnot. And for some reason, kids always ended up in holds during shift change. And I was like, well, thank you. That was very convenient because we have all the staff in the world at the facility right now. Like, we have literally double the staff. Our shift change isn't as acute. There have been quite a few times where it's been acute. Like one time during shift change, we had to call for backup from other units because a kid was acting out. So we had double the staff on all units because <laughs> it was shift change for all of the units. Yeah. So that was that was great. That was I, interesting. I feel like it makes sense though that kids would be more stressed out over shift change because like the staff that they've been working with all day they've like made good progress with and everything they have better rapport with maybe are suddenly like they're going home and you've actually worked with that like we've talked to the kids about that yeah because a lot of them will be like 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 some of the kids have said to me like oh like when are you gonna be back are you gonna be back tonight be like yes like yeah i'll be back tonight and they're like okay good like you know i'll be excited and i'll be like other times like no i won't be back till wednesday or no i won't be back for like two or three more days yeah i won't be back till this weekend and some some of them get really upset like it's not just me it's like if if like i'll say to my coworker and they'll be like upset about it and it's like you know we work with them on not necessarily coping skills but things you can do to distract yourself or another staff that you can go to because i know a lot of them you know like a preferred staff yep so and if your preferred staff's not there who's your preferred staff so i don't make recommendations but i'm just like you know like oh like you have this person you have this person yeah you know they know how to do their job if not better than i do like you know and so you know just wait it out like these couple days and some some kids will do like I don't want to say a countdown, but I'll come to work like the first time in like a few days and they're like, I've been waiting. Yeah. Three days. I've been counting down. I'm like, bro. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, I that's the point where it gets a little bit concerning. And like again, yeah. we can go into we can go into more of that at on a different episode. Attachments and like what's a healthy attachment for a uh, client to have with a staff versus what's not and needs to be like intervened in. That's definitely something I think we should probably yeah. do an episode on, Sam. <laughs> okay, guys, I think that's all we have time for today, but we will see you next time. And we don't know what we're going to talk about yet, though. I'm not, I'm going to be transparent with y'all. We often decide day of. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll come on and we'll be like, okay, what are we talking about? Or I'll text Sam maybe two hours before and be like, I need time for research. What are we talking about? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe one of these days we'll plan something. Planning things hard. I know. It consists of a brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, okay, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks. For Thank listening. you for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shatter the Stigma. We are sponsored by our bank accounts. And if you'd like to contact us, our email is shatteringthemhstigma at gmail.com. Also follow us on Instagram at shatter.thestigma and on Twitter at shatter underscore stigma underscore. Thanks for listening.